When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 3 Podcast. This might be college football, Moving along, uh, halfway home and uh, a couple more guests to come. We'll talk about the Alabama situation uh, with a guest from Tuscaloosa a little bit later on. Daryl in Baton Rouge is up next. Hey, Paul, how you making out today, man? Hey, Daryl. Hey, guess what? Something's wrong with me. Seriously. Uh, that knee replacement surgery must have affected my mind, and this is why. I'm starting to enjoy Bash's phone calls. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, Daryl. I think. I, are you? By the way, Daryl, are you still cutting hair? No, I never have cut hair, Paul. I'm just friends with the guys that are. Oh, okay. You're right. Just, okay, okay. Yeah, you had your knee replacement. I forgot. Let me let me correct myself. Daryl used to call about the barber shop. Yeah. Yes. Tr cut hair. But anyway. By the way, have yes, you ever I'm thought about cutting hair? I think you'd be good. No, Paul, I'm, I'm an engineer. I'm retired. Well, um, I'm just thinking, everybody, I have a hobby. I mean, the show is my hobby. Yeah. But anyway, old Bash, you know why I'm doing it, Paul? I'm there's no telling what, Paul, there's no telling what Bash is going to talk about every day. It changes daily. Well, you know, it depends on how a, much weed he's inhaled. Yeah, and he's a college kid, you know, and yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Sure. But anyway, t- talking about so, Iron so, Man. Uh, so, so Daryl, hold on. You, you said you were an engineer? Yeah, safety engineer. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm retired. I used to own my own farm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very impressive. It's a good business. Yeah, not bad for a country boy. Yeah, no, that's pretty impressive. Um, I, I never knew that, but I, I, by by asking it, by saying something stupid, I learned I learned today. That's a good lesson for all of us. Don't be afraid to yeah, be stupid. But look, let me ask you about Iron Man. Iron Man needs to get out more. You think he is he single or married? Uh, I know he's got. I mean, I I don't know his marital status. I think he's married, but uh, remember, Iron Man is a is a heating and cooling engineer. We're good. Which we means that he spends a lot of time in crawl space, in attics, outside, Freon. Uh, what, uh, what else? Uh, what, what else do you do? Fiberglass in the attic. Yeah, Fiber and all these things that yeah, asbestos uh, that put him in danger of of sanity. Exactly. So that, that's hey. why he he is this way. Now, speaking about haircuts, what we could do next year when you come to Baton Rouge, yeah. if you come to Baton Rouge, we'll put him I on will, a plane. I will be in you. Baton Rouge next year, guaranteed. 
we'll put him on a plane with you. We'll get him landed. And we'll take him by the barbershop for a haircut. Hey, uh, all my buddies. Hey, Daryl, uh, the chance of me sitting next to I-Man on a plane are pretty slim. Really? I thought y'all were buds, Paul. I, I didn't say we weren't. I just would, would you want to sit next to I-Man on a plane? Me? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm afraid he yeah. might pull out his uh, bong and uh, get us both arrested. Oh, I don't know. I mean, the, you know, uh, the flight attendant says, Mr. Uh, Mr. I-Man, uh, would you mind putting that contraption away? <laughs> We're about to take off. Hey, Paul, you know, he's and, a and, smart and guy. Try using ear pods for your Almond Brothers uh, Greatest Hits collection. <laughs> yeah, he's a smart guy, and he used to make good phone calls. Yeah, used but to. We, we used to is the key word there. If we get him a haircut... And then if he's single, we'll go take him to the ball game. Maybe he'll meet a nice girl or something, you yeah, know. But he needs not. to get out more. Yeah, no, he's not. Uh, Daryl, uh, listen, I'm glad we talked. I'm glad we found out you're an engineer. Uh, you're, you just go to the barbershop. You don't work there. Why did I think the guy? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, is that a sign of dementia for me that I forgot that he just went to the barbershop? I mean, Jim did say that I was a failing, capital F, host handsome joe who has never failed us in any of his calls oh you know what oh god roll my brother hey you're 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 far from you're far from a failure i mean that's just you can't but that just as far as jim you know never never tweet or talk bad when you're either drunk or angry i mean that's just yeah don't uh you're right that is a that is a thing tweeting is bad for you anyway um but if you're uh well, I don't, see, I don't think Jim drinks. I just think he's... No, no, no. He is uh, permanently angry, and I think it just depends on what degree. And, you know, you, you do a breathalyzer, and you're what, point... Point six. I mean, he's like point ten on the, on the, on the, on the anger elizer. Hey, he'd probably tweet better if he was drunk. Well... You know, some people, some people... Yeah, have you ever, you ever been around a guy, and I, I had a relative like this. I won't mention who he was, because he's passed. But I was saying to him, you know, this guy needs a, needs a stiff drink. Everybody, doesn't everyone know somebody who say, well, I don't drink, I don't drink. Try it, okay? Hey, <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't be so angry. Yeah. I don't hey, want to hear it. I don't, by the way, I don't care if you drink or not, but sometimes, some people, you know, a shot or two would... Yeah, yeah a puff or two, a shot yeah. or two. Well, hey, I've had my share in the past. In fact, I don't I think know, Jim drinks, do you? Nobody that angry could could drink. No, 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 no. If he did, he'd, he'd chill out some, Paul. But you know, but drinking. It was a few years back. I was me and three other guys. We were working down in Hoover, Alabama. I know you yeah. know where that is. I used to live there. Yeah. And and anyway, we went out. We've done work for the day, so we went out to you know got us a steak. And there was a bar that was about four blocks from the hotel. So I told him, I said, look, just drop me off here. It was a karaoke bar. Oh yeah. I said, y'all go back. I'll just get me a hotel back to the hotel room. Well, I sat with this. You know, lady and her husband there for about four or five hours. I mean, they're way too long than I should have been. And anyway, she said, why don't we get up here and sing a song? I said, sing a song? I said, what kind? She said, how about picture? You know, Kid Rock, Cheryl Crow. So I don't I don't know how we did. They wouldn't be like eight people in there. They applauded, but they were drunker than I was, Paul. But, you know, but anyway, I called the kid. Well, uh, by the way, Joe, drink. not to interrupt a really great story, but what were you drinking? I mean, what wouldn't I drink it, Paul? Jaeger bomb, beer. 
uh, Jack and Coke. Yeah, uh, Wow. <laughs> okay. It was way too many. Way too many. Way too many. I called the cab, folks. You're drinking way too many. That's, all, that's a bad drink, way too many. Yeah. Right. So I called a cab because I didn't need to be walking full. I didn't need to be walking the block. Call me a cab. So okay, anyway, you're a he, cab. He, and so he pulls off that, down to the interstate and takes me 20 miles away from the hotel and drops me off at some hotel I've never heard of. And I said, man, this ain't where I'm supposed to be. He said, that paid me, I think it was $30-something. I said, I ain't paying you for taking me 25 miles off or nothing. He turned around and hit me in the knee, and when he did, Paul, I clocked, I clocked him right in the side of the jaw, and he said, get out of my cab. So I got out, I called one of the guys I worked with, and I'm walking down this hotel. I, you know, I mean, I don't you're you're in Birmingham, here. Alabama, and you're fighting, uh, in Hoover, Alabama, and you're fighting with the cab driver? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's in New York. I mean, it's, it's a battle every time you get in a cab in New York. Right. But anyway, the cops showed up. You know, I'm on the phone with a guy telling him I don't know where I'm at, you know, because he dropped me off way down the road. And the cops showed up, and they asked me, what are you doing walking around this hotel? I said, because I don't stay in this hotel. I don't even know where I'm at. Yeah. And I told him where I'm, where I'm staying at and what bar I was at. And he said, well, you could walk that distance. I said, not in the shape I'm in. I couldn't. But anyway, the cops took me back couldn't. to the hotel I stayed at. And so it all worked out good. But you know what? It just goes to show you, Paul. Maybe like I should have just stayed at the hotel. Yeah, maybe I should have just stayed at the hotel not seen the sun shining three damn days like the song said. But, you know, uh, hey. Don't never tweet angry. Don't tweet angry. As far as I'm in, I don't, I don't care anything I'm in says. Paul, he I don't know an Auburn fan that's ever talked good about Alabama Crimson Tide football. So I'm in, just keep being I'm in. I wouldn't want to be on a plane with him, but if I did, it'd smell like somebody put pot incense in the plane. Anyway, you have a good call by Bob. Roll tide roll, my brother. Thank you. Thank you, handsome. Man, that was a good call. What a journey. Uh, first of all, how, how do you find a cab in Hoover, Alabama? And why are you fighting the cab driver? That's not a smart thing to do. To, to, no. While you're drunk, you're fighting the only guy that can get you back to the right hotel. Johnny B. Hey, I'm still taking in Handsome Joe's uh, story there. That was, yeah, that was a good one. That was, that was a, that was a good one. How does, does the show have a mission statement? You know how every Yeah, the mission statement today statement. is to uh, make everybody go drink but, so they don't have to listen anymore. Yeah, well, from Daryl's call, I think we should adopt don't be afraid to be stupid. That should be our new thing. But, yeah, you're talking about people that don't drink. The best they're going to feel is when they get up in the morning. If you drink, you got all day to get better. The day picks up from there on. But um, I heard today on another station, listening to some sports, about Florida was having trouble with their NIL money. Have you heard anything about this? No. What's the problem? <laughs> Well, I, you know, they were trying to figure out why they're not getting any money because they were one of the first states to pass it. And, you know, it's kind of the quandary is like, do we not want to give because we don't want Billy Napier to have players and, and, and get rid of him? But the, the genius part is they said like 80% of Florida graduates live in Florida. They hired this search firm to put up billboards, go around the state looking for places to put billboards. And it reminded me of like a progressive commercial coming to life you know like this old couple riding down the road and they're looking hey honey look there at that sign slow down and give me the pen i gotta get the number and then you know i can't believe that their best idea here in the digital age with all kind of social media is to pay some guy to ride around and find place to put up billboards that that, that defines well, now you now program. you have a better understanding of the florida program hey thank you for the call we are it is 5 o'clock here, by the way. 
Uh, we are coming right back. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's HIMS.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Welcome back. Uh, as we roll on here, more guests to come, and let's uh, check in with Dane, who is up next. Uh, hello, Dane. How are you doing today, Paul? Very well. Thank I had you. a question. Uh, I'm an I'm an old Gator uh, amongst many old Gator grads. Sure. And I don't hear much about the Gators on your program because I guess most everybody calls from either. Alabama, Mississippi, or Louisiana. But uh, I just wanted to ask you what your thoughts were on Gators basketball this year. They've won some pretty good games even this week with Auburn. Then they beat Kentucky and a long time ago Florida State, and they've come very close to beating a lot of very good teams within one or two points. Uh, They seem to be picking up this year. Where do you think they'll end up in the tournament? Yeah, I think uh, I think they're in great shape. I thought the game against Auburn was fantastic, and uh, the Kentucky. I've seen both. I've seen both Kentucky games, and I think Coach Golden is a, is a phenomenal coach. Uh, I know he's young and uh, energetic, and I and I like that. And I think he has he has brought something back to that program that was desperately needed uh, and had seemingly gone away under uh, Coach White. Thanks for the call. Kevin is in Houston. Good afternoon. Hey Paul, great to talk to you again. It's been a while. Thank you. I wanted to I wanted to call and I've uh, been threatening to call for some time now. Cause I wanted to ever since this NCAA and Tennessee thing came out, and I wanted to just ask you wh- how eloquent you thought Selena would talk to us about it if she could call in now. Oh yeah, she would be great. I remember seeing her a couple of years ago before she passed away, and uh, she was uh a fantastic caller great writer and uh, most of all a uh, a loyalist to the balls i think she would be having a lot of a lot of entertainment with this situation yeah i i'd love to be able to hear her again you know last time i talked to you was you know when y'all did the tribute to her and 
And for some reason, she took me under her wing and, and made me a, 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 a friend of hers. And so, you know, I'm just so glad I got spent. Well, she, was, uh, she was a VFLer and uh, she, she really cared. And uh, I, what, I, I vaguely remember uh, not long before she passed away, I ran into her at a uh, restaurant. I think it was, uh, it was, uh, it was on the water there uh, in, in Knoxville. And it was just so good to, to see her. And uh, she, yeah, she co-wrote a, a book on, on right. Tennessee with someone, and, and she had a lot of books that she wrote. And I, I actually have uh, all of my kids have a book from her uh, that I bought from her before she passed away. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I, I'd, I'd love to hear her take on it. So she would be so eloquent. Well, thanks, probably, Kevin. The NCAA would probably think they were they were just uh, being complimented before she was tearing them down. Well, thank you. Yeah, I remember I was at the uh, I was at Calhoun's on the water there, famous place, and uh, I was speaking to a group, and I ran into her walking out of the restaurant. Uh, that's the very last time I talked to her. Thanks for bringing that up. I don't know. I feel like some normalcy uh, to kind of ground myself right now, and, and I think I've got the guy that is going to do that. John is calling next, St. Louis. Hey, John. Hello, Paul. How are you today, sir? Is this long distance, Sean? Well, Paul, you know, about this time of the day, I'm always on long distance, <laughs> if you if you know what I mean. I know what you mean, John. Anyway, Paul, uh, real quick here, I wanted to, uh, you know, I was looking for somebody to blame for the, the entertainment at the Super Bowl, which, you know, I have my own preferences, but uh, I... I kind of ripped into Reba McIntyre, and I have to say I was kind of I was off base, quite frankly. That's fair. And, I'll tell uh, Reba you apologize. She, yeah, she is a, is an icon, and I, uh, you know, Reba, you're the best. Okay, so okay. forgive me Got for that. that. But anyway, Paul, Reba, Reba yeah. just said she just sent me a note saying thank you, John. That yeah. that means a great deal. But Paul, I'm going to talk about something that I've kind of noticed. You know, over the years with your show and, you know, I, I think there's a couple of songs that kind of emulate your show that, quite frankly, you know, first of all, let's talk about remember the song by Maria Moldera back in 1973. Midnight. Midnight. Mid <laughs> midnight. Midnight. Afterlife. I heard that song today. Sing your camel to bed, Paul. Oh yeah, what a what a what a memorable song! I didn't say great. Yeah, I said and that's memorable. what that's what I'm telling you about right your, your callers. It is, and you know something, Paul. You ought to tell your callers to uh, sing the camel to sing the camel to bed and quit calling up here and telling Paul everything that he wants to hear. And then the then another thing. Okay, another, another song. Another song that. It's very typical of your program is You're so vain. remember the song remember the song by Nancy and Frank Sinatra oh, something my. stupid oh something I thought you were going to go my boots are made for but yeah something stupid they sung to each other Some, yeah yeah Nancy something stupid that that's what your show is today Paul ooh, something ooh, stupid ooh. And punch. everybody's calling up here. Uh, you know, John, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, but I, uh, I'm very proud of the show. I mean, you know what, John? Uh, sometimes you have children, they make mistakes. I feel like that about this program. Uh, these are my children, and even when they screw up, they're my children, John. 
Well, don't you think sometimes, Paul, your program is a big mistake? No, I don't, John. I, I feel you like, don't? John, we have a purpose here. Well, what is, what is the purpose? That's what I'm going to get down to right now. What is the purpose of your show other than the fact that, Paul, most of the time you have your callers call up here and tell you exactly what you want to hear. John, your, 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 like anger, your anger issues are starting to flare up again. It's not, it's not anger, Paul. Yeah, it it's is. realism. You, there's something about you, John, that, that just doesn't like what we do here. And you know what we do and here, then John? You go, do you know then, what the show I'm is all para- about, John? Okay, listen, listen to this, Paul. Listen, I'm going to paraphrase the song by Frank Sinatra and Nancy. And then you My go wife? and tell it all something stupid. Ooh. Okay, and that's what it is right now, sir. I thought you were going to call me a tramp, saying this lady is a tramp. Um, no, no tramp. Hey, hey, hey John, uh, I got to tell you this. Uh, I feel like I, I like yes, you, sir. John. You're, you're. I feel like we're friends, even though you hate me. Um, no. Go ahead. This show is to be enjoyed, John. This is people. You know, we're we're on right now in bars. We're on in in living rooms run in radios on the highway people turn tune in at different times it's a long show they consume it either live or maybe they go back and you, you take the you your your anger issues john just don't allow you to see the good in what we do here well you know what my response is to that paul what is, is that my, john that is not anger paul what i am doing Sir, is I am telling the truth. No, you're not. Paul, over and out. (laughs) I was hoping he'd call me a young man. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, We have a we have a rebuttal to uh, to John's call, William. Paul. I've never gotten mad on this show. I've never raised my voice. I've never put anybody down. But right now, John, you're off base. My call about a deceased deputy and an injured deputy, a member of law enforcement in Maryville, Tennessee, which affects everybody in this country, was not stupid. And, you know, frankly, John, you are a curmudgeon and you're an idiot. And, Paul, I've never raised my voice in all the years I've called that but finally, John has uh, just proven that he's. I'd like to buy him for what he's worth and sell him for what he thinks he's worth, Paul. Well, thank you, John. And I thought your call moved a lot of people and it was an important subject. And it affected people, whether, it were, whether they were personally involved. Everyone knows someone who has been in that predicament. And many, many young men and women right now are, are out there protecting all of us. Thank you very, very much, William. And, and I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry for John. I mean, I, I try to like him, but we all, everybody here knows, whether it's a parent, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, could be a spouse, could be a child. Everyone's got that, what, what, what would you call it? That kind of invisible wall up that, yeah, it's a boiling point. I don't know what happened in John's youth. It usually, uh, not to be a psychiatrist here, but I will be. Uh, most, most of this comes from, is it adolescence? Uh, is it puberty? Is it somewhere between, what, 5 and 15, yep. 5 and 20? Some, something happened to John. I think I know what it was. 
and I won't say it on the air because it's real, it, it's, it's humiliating. Um, and he never got over it. And he sees me when he, whatever that person is that he still harbors this grudge against, he sees me as that person. And we'll leave it there. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Man, Carolina. Hot team taking on Auburn in Auburn. Chase Goodbread, headline from Tuscaloosa News. Kalen DeBoer's wild transition isn't slowing down. He's only been there for about a month, and every day there's something going on. Chase, joining us. Good to sit, talk to you, Chase. Uh, it has been a wild time, I mean, to say the least. I know you've been at the uh, epicenter of it all. What's it been like uh, since the news broke uh, four, what, four and a half weeks ago that Nick Saban was leaving? You know, like you said, it's, it's been nonstop news, Paul, of course, whether it's been coaching hires, recruiting news, portal guys in, portal guys out, uh, and – you know, normally in a in a Nick Saban regime, the months of January and February, at least when they're done playing football, are pretty darn quiet. <laughs> you know, you really didn't hear much of anything from from Nick Saban uh, during this time of year, other than obviously National Signing Day. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's definitely been pretty crazy. A lot of news left and right, and here, kind of right when Kalen DeBoer seem to have kind of had things settled with a coaching staff in place, national signing day passed him. And of course, uh, signing day and this February signing day, isn't near as big a deal as it used to be. But, uh, you know, it certainly seemed like, uh, he, he'd kind of gotten, kind of gotten past all the personnel moves that had to be made. And then, uh, and, and then now all of a sudden a couple more coaching hires have to be made. 
Chase, the, the, the thing with Ryan Grubb was always confusing, and I, I realized, you know, he tried to get the Washington job, didn't get it, came to Tuscaloosa, and I, I don't think it was ever officially announced, although Grubb said he was the coach on signing day. Can you, can you give us the backstory on that, and, and why, why does this seem so weird, and some people feel like it was even deceptive on Alabama's part. Well, he was never announced. There's still, I believe, most of the coaches that uh, that DeBoer's got on board right now, if not all of them, I don't, I don't know that any of them have been, have, have been officially announced. Um, usually that doesn't happen until contracts get rubber stamped through the board of trustees, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, Grubb was, Grubb was definitely in and out. Greg Byrne told our beat writer in the last few days that DeBoer was well aware that Grubb was potentially not going to be coming along either by taking the Washington head job or potentially the Seahawks job. So it's something DeBoer may have seen, apparently saw coming down the road, uh, but, but Grubb, was, Grubb was in and out, no, no doubt about it, awful quick. It's not, it's not terribly uncommon. You do see these coaches sometimes jump from one job to another and you know, just a couple of weeks at this time of year. Uh, but, you know, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a move that, that I know Alabama fans weren't thrilled to see. Yeah, that will help of a, a number of really key players leaving. Uh, you've pointed all that out in your, your piece. Chase, just give us uh, your, your sense. Uh, this program, we saw a poll today. These things are worthless, by the way, but they're still out there. Alabama ninth, it was, uh, and they were, they were ranked fifth among the SEC schools. Uh, somebody has covered multiple national championships uh, throughout your career for Saban and others. Uh, what's, what's your sense of this program right now in Tuscaloosa? It's, it's wait and see, especially on, on the offensive front. Uh, you know, Alabama personnel-wise, a lot of the talents moved on. Jalen Milroe returns at quarterback, but but it's going to be uh, a relatively fresh batch of receivers playing in the fall. Pretty limited experience coming back in that regard. Uh, the five-star recruit Ryan Williams is probably going to have a really good chance to play early, I would think. Um, lost some key guys on the offensive line. Probably a first-round pick at offensive tackle in J.C. Latham. You lose your starting running back in McClellan. You lose uh, your top receiving tight end in Amari Niblack. New head coach, new offensive coordinator. It's 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 going to be uh, interesting to see how things get unveiled in September. But um, you know, it's it, it's wait and see, Paul. Everything's new. Everything everything's fresh. Give us your impressions of DeBoer. Uh, we had a chance to talk to him early on. Seems perfectly. Uh, smooth and competent. Uh, is he is he seen much? Uh, I, I I literally haven't heard anything about him other than losing coaches and players. What, what is what is your sense from the front row? Looking forward to sitting down with him at some point one on one. To this point, he's only done group press conferences. I've been to two of those. One on the day he was introduced, and another brief one that he did in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. Uh, and he, he definitely is a guy that's that's smooth at the microphone. I don't think you're going to see him make a lot of a lot of press conference errors. Um, you know, he's he's a, a confident guy um, and a guy that I think his you know the offense that he's brought from Fresno State to Washington and then Washington to Alabama 
is uh, is one that's proven to be explosive, one of the best in the country last couple of years at UW. Um, question will be how quick can he get it off the ground at Alabama, given all the transition with, with not only players but staff as well. Talking to uh, Chase Goodbread about uh, all the changes. Uh, so give us your best uh, guess at this hour. I've seen a lot of reports out there, but hard to know what to believe. So what, what, what is he going to do uh, with the OC position and who will call plays? Yeah, it's, it sounds like Nick Sheridan is going to be the guy. Of course, he was the tight ends coach at Washington, had previously uh, been an offensive coordinator for two seasons at Indiana. That was 2020 and 2021. Um, I imagine Sheridan will more than likely call plays. We'll see. DeBoer, to my knowledge, has not called plays since he was the OC at Indiana in 2019. Um, so I'd be surprised if he dove back into that right away. Uh, but, you know, stranger things have certainly happened. Wouldn't, uh, uh, wouldn't shock me, but it would surprise me. I think Sheridan will probably be the play caller. And, and uh, you know, it's not surprising at all either that DeBoer, with this hire, went with somebody that he knows and has worked with before. You'd get a head job like Alabama. It's such a big job. Um, you tend not to go off the reservation with coordinator hires, especially right out of the gate. So, um, you know, picking somebody he's worked with before and shared, and I think was was obvious. Chase, finally, uh, Nick Saban. Uh, there was you know, a few people were mumbling about well, we're going to see <laughs> we're going to see a lot of Nick Saban. Uh, we saw him at the press conference, but I realize it's winter time and he's got about ten homes around the world. Uh, has anybody seen Nick Saban since that press conference? <laughs> um, I haven't laid eyes on him myself. That doesn't mean he has, it doesn't necessarily mean he hadn't been around. My understanding is his his new office uh, on campus is is going to be in uh, Bryant Denny Stadium somewhere, as opposed to the Mount Moore Building, which of course where the head coach's office is. Uh, but it's a great question, Paul. What what's his level of involvement going to be as an advisor, as a consultant? Um, you know, and w- what other what other things might go into that role? You know, could it be a fundraising role to some extent? Who knows? Um, you know, he's in a position, obviously, where he'll be involved exactly as much as he wants to be, no more, no less. And, you know, like you said, at, at this time of year, it's hard to get a handle on exactly what that'll be. But I'm, I would imagine by, uh, by the end of the calendar year, certainly, and, and probably even more so by the end of the summer, uh, we'll have a little bit better idea of what he's what he's going to be doing. I'd be giving the golf coach uh, more advice than the football coach as much golf as I've seen him playing lately. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's he's living his best life. I I, I would I'd be doing this. I'm no golfer. I can't I can't swing a golf club for anything. But if I was in his position, I'd be uh, I'd be having as much fun as I could. Don't blame him, uh, Chase. Thank you. Always great to have Chase Goodbread on from the Tuscaloosa. News, the latest on the new regime in T-Town. We'll take a short break. Back with much more. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. And Gunny is up next from Georgia. Hello, Gunny. Hello, Paul. I, Paul, I'd just like to apologize to you. I have so much I want to say to you. I'm 80 years old, and I always kind of freeze up. But I do want to tell you that I really appreciate you. And I appreciate your show. Thank you. Guys. I'm 80 years old, and I've got I'm an invalid. I'm in the bed, and so from three o'clock to seven every day, that's my entertainment. Well, thank and you. And I enjoy deal on there. You know, uh, I, I do have a couple of stories I like to tell you. Sure. But I usually freak up and don't. No, no. Hey, listen, uh, we've my, talked before. You have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Okay. Well, you know, it, uh, when you respect somebody a lot and everything, you kind of uh, tongue-tied a little bit, you know. And But anyway, I do appreciate you so much. Thank you. And I, I value your opinions on there, but I don't value uh, don't value some of the opinions of some of the callers. You, you're an analyst, analyst, and there are analysts on there that can tell but uh, people like Iron Man and the idiot from uh, Miami, you know, the Alabama hater and all those, those are people of this haters. Uh, I, I uh, went to school at Auburn, and uh, I don't appreciate it. Iron Man never talks about Hugh Freeze being there and that we're going to come up. With, I think we'll have a pretty good program over the next few years. We might even... Uh, 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 compete for a, a SEC championship, and uh, but I, I wish they'd say something good about their own program, and stop wishing. And I get I wish well thinking when they talk about Alabama, and you know they want Alabama to, uh, you know, I guess they want the 
COVID uh, attacked or the swine flu or something, so Alabama can't do anything. But I'll tell you one thing. In the Southeastern Conference, we're going to get to see some wonderful football games this year. Do you, I mean, the Southeastern Conference with you know, Texas, Gunny, I, I don't. Uh, I've never been more excited about a season because there's so much. Uh, the schedule is phenomenal. We've already seen that, and it, there's such a, do, a new dimension with the two new schools and the playoff. I mean, this is a big time year. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's just going to be, I mean, there's going to be great uh, games ever Saturday, oh, yeah. you know. And, and uh, we're going to get to see some what we used to call the game of the century and stuff. We're going to have one of them ever Saturday. Yeah, I, 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 we, we've all seen some of those game of the centuries. Hey, listen, I'm so glad to hear from you. I, 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 I appreciate uh, what you've done. We've had a few conversations about your, your, your history, and uh, I, I wish you only the best. Well, thank you a lot, and I, like I appreciate your deal, uh, and I appreciate the deal about the policeman who got shot. Right and, from William, that and, was that was very that was very poignant. What William said. Well, well be well, uh, Gunny, and call us again soon. Thank you so very very much, Virgil. Hey, Virgil. Hey, Paul. How you doing? We're doing great. Uh, first, uh, to start off with, I like to offer my condolences to the officer that got shot, to his family and, and his friends. But uh, I called about I man. I wish people would. He, he's he's a friend of mine, and I, I I wish people would quit getting down on him so bad. He's he's lost more than people give him credit for. And as far as Jim from Tuscaloosa, I think he's more like 83, 84 years old. And if he done as much stuff as, as he says he has, it'd be his name be plastered all over the state of Alabama. Uh, all this stuff he says he's done, I, he ain't done all that stuff. No, you're right. He, he's full of crap as, crisp, as a Christmas turkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, v- Virgil, thank you uh, very, very much. Y- uh, y'all well, have a good day. I wonder if, that, if his name was Virgil Kane. Maybe he, he, he rides the Danville train. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> did they do that again? You got to you got to be you got to go way back to know what I just said. But I'm sure I'm in assuming he's not in his uh, Freon comfort zone. He knows exactly what I just said. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. 